Welcome to Singled Out, the ninth best guild ball podcast. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 28 where Andrew and Pash talk about season 3 engineers and how they can be played. Hey Andy, how you doing? Good. Right. Um, this time it's going to work, isn't it? This time. Yes, definitely. Be... I have faith in this one. <laughs> Skype can't fail. It's literally impossible for it to fail. Okay, you're here to talk about engineers, and actually, when we I first am. recorded this, Locus wasn't out, and now, no. and now he is. Well, yes, actually, well, he isn't I... out right now. Be out tomorrow, but the the cods are out. So that's the important thing. The funny thing is, I came home. Uh, this evening, and I found a package from Steamforge Games, oh, and in it was my Lucas. So I had the card, like official card, right in front of me, and I've had a, a good group at the model as well. So um, by the time everybody hears this, I believe those that want to have them will probably already have them in their grasp. Is he quite a beefy model? He's big. Um, he's not quite as big as Colossus, obviously. He's still the biggest engineer, but he's probably as big as Brick, um, and certainly as wide, because he's, he's just a big, chunky... Mechanica model, big stompy robot, so it's quite uh, it's quite nice, I think. That's excellent. Yeah, he looks like a great little piece as well. Okay, so yeah. um, we're here to talk about engineers. As I said already. Um, yeah. So I think we can talk about how they've changed in season three, which is I guess quite a big topic because they've changed an awful lot. They have. Um, yeah. And then look at their strengths and weaknesses, how to win with them, how to beat them. Um, tells your mm-hmm. secrets, and then um, <laughs> goes into the uh, sort of decent um, tournament nine. So, um, yeah. go on then, how have they changed? Okay, so season uh, one and two engineers were a bit of an uphill struggle for a lot of people. Um, I think they were the sort of unloved stepchild of, of the previous seasons. Um, so the way that they've changed in season three is they've basically revamped the playbooks quite a bit. They've, uh, they've made a lot of character plays that interlink, um, and they're generally... A bit, they have a, a lot more tricks up their sleeves. So basically, they're still a footballing team that can do a little bit of damage. Um, they're still very good at passing. They have a lot of synergies with their mechanica and, and all their little character plays and etc. etc. Um, and overall, I think they're just maybe five to ten percent bit more efficient than they were last time. And, and that really is noticeable if you played them before to, to when you play them now. They're uh, quite a step up and in a, in a good direction. So what sort of um, uh, breakdown in points do you go for when you win with them? So is it two and two, is it? Or? To be honest, I quite often try to go for the three-goal strategy. Um, 
three goals or, or try yeah try and go for the two and two if you if you manage to get uh, you know some sort of weaker sort of uh, softer players that there are you know the ten health boxes the the, the angels the the, the greeds and, and a few others like that um, that you should be able to reach um, but in my strategy I generally try and score on the first turn um, and then followed by a second goal in the second turn and then try and set up for either a final goal or a, a snapshot or, a, or you know or try and set up the players to be killed off in the subsequent turn I'm guessing that sort of third goal can be hard to find, can it? Very, uh, especially against a good player, because uh, the first two goals are usually a bit easier because the ball, you know, you're sort of all over the shop and you've got better control of the the, the board, as it were. But then once the uh, the opponent gets stuck into your engineers, you get bogged down a little bit and it's, it's harder to try and get that ball to where you want it to be. So I quite often find what you'll tend to do is you'll get... If you are going for the three-goal strategy, you'll tend to get two goals naturally during your activation, and then you'll probably get a snapshot in there somewhere. Um, and that's quite easy to do with engineers because good, they've got good kick stats, um, and they've got uh, got lots of models that are quite high defence, so they're hard to shift off those you know easy snapshot positions. Um, so their strengths are goal scoring uh, weaknesses. Weaknesses is they don't do damage very well. Um, or at least there's very little momentous damage in their playbooks. There is some, but not an awful lot, and it's usually high up. Their attack is five on average. They're not they're not a combat team, so they tend to have to basically use a lot of synergies to try and try and take somebody out. They have to gang up on somebody effectively, or they have to bring in the heavy muscle from like the Union Squad or anything else like that. So how often do you use their plays that do damage, like uh, um, like Flurry, for example? Um, you know, um, um, those sort of things. It depends. I, I usually, to be honest, use them use them more often for repositions than anything else. If I flurry with Salvo, it's usually because I need an extra inch to to jump, and then you know you start putting some of their players on on sort of slightly lower health, and they start freaking out and, and spending their momentum uh, healing them up while I'm dodging around them and trying to get the ball off somebody else. Um, so I think the the damage plays I, I use them more often for controlling the players. Uh, for example, arrow to the knee, or or you know, or editing your your, your kickstart, or dead ball being able to push you and knock you down, rather than the damage component of it. That's just a, a bonus, really. Yeah, I'm guessing arrow to the, to the knee nowadays is is pretty good, especially if you're scoring. You can sort of kind of in theory, in theory, I guess prevent a sort of cheeky counter score, can't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant because what uh, what I tend to find is a lot of players, um, you know, the, the flints, the mists, uh, the vitriols of the world, they, they each have the perfect combination of dodge, jump, terrain, whatever else, uh, in order to shoot their goal. If you manage to throw a little arrow to the knee on those players um, and manage to, you know, take that range down by only two inches, it really throws a spanner in the works and it can delay that goal by another turn, which allows you another opportunity to go out and, and retrieve the ball back and try to score you know, another goal if you can. Have you ever tried to do much of the way of takeouts with sort of ratchet and tooled up and bombs and things, or do you find it, find it too sort of costly and slow? It, it's, it's difficult. I don't tend to put that much influence on ratchet. What I tend to do more often is I'll have hoist, replicate, tooled up, and then he can put tooled up on both ballista and Ratchet, both of which have probably the most efficient sort of damage dealing um, on their playbooks. Uh, and if I want, but that's you know that's almost that's almost your whole entire team's worth of influence to try and kill somebody. Useful if you're going for that two kill strategy, but engineers, it's still not their best way. I I, I would almost say try and 
forget about killing somebody and just try and see, try and concentrate on the goals. Try and play a couple of games where you're just going for the three-goal strategy and, and you'll see that your players have the tools to be able to get that ball back and, and put it where you want it to be. So how to win is basically score more goals than your opponents. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So score more points before uh, before you die. I, I, I tend to find the, the best engineers' games tend to be where you score two goals in one turn. So maybe score a goal in the first turn if you can score a second one there. If not, score two goals in the second turn, one of them which could be a snapshot. If you if the game drags out much longer past sort of turn three or four, you're probably going to find yourself bogged down in situations that you don't want to be because while they have a lot of sort of decent defence, eventually you can grind through that and you'll start losing players quite quickly. So how do you beat them? So uh, beating engineers, I think one of the easiest things to do is to try and find a way to keep the ball away from them. Um, if you can put it on somebody who has uh, engineers by majority have a one inch reach apart from Colossus who's the only uh, well and, and the goalie compound I guess um, but generally everybody else has a one inch reach so if you have a two inch reach model with unpredictable movement take the, give the ball to that model put them somewhere far away from the engineers um, and then try and keep it there while you, you sort of hammer them down um, that can be tricky because they have a lot of players that are designed specifically to go get the ball one thing you never want to do against engineers is to have a free ball on the table. Um, if the ball is free on the table, it's not going to be there for long because they've got two or three players that can quite happily go and pick it up and, and put it to where they want it to be. Yeah, I was thinking um, of this. Like, um, Salvo's got tetherball, hasn't he, to pull the ball towards yep. him. And now, um, now Locust basically can effectively kick the ball if it's free from ranged. Yeah. But, I mean, how often are free balls? I mean, I guess with knockdowns, um, they're probably well, that's more thing, common. Yeah. I, I mean, with Locus, I guess, you can go up to somebody, knock them down for momentum quite happily on one, and then that ball scatters off. You pick that up with remote control. You can pass it. You can't pass it to Locus specifically, but you can kick it in his direction, and he can snap it too, um, and then you can you know, pass it somewhere else. Or my favorite trick is to try and score a goal with remote control. That's, uh, that's the dream. Have you tried it yet? I tried it once, um, but unfortunately, it, it didn't quite work out. There was, uh, there was just... The dice weren't on my side, unfortunately. I've only managed to play a handful of games with Locus because obviously he's only just coming out this weekend. So um, I've had to proxy him up until now. But I found a few things that are really nice about him and a few things that are less impressive. What's that? Are we going to go into that now? Yeah, might as well. All right, okay. So Locus. So he's overall, I think he's a fantastic addition to the engineer squad. Um, his pl- you know, his good points are he's def, two, uh, sorry, he's def 3, arm 2. So he's a very tough model to try and get playbook results against. Um, he's got a very early knockdown on one, uh, lots and lots of pushes. He's got momentous three damage, which is very rare outside of captains on the engineers. In fact, yeah, there's nobody that has momentous three damage. Um, he's obviously got this remote control ability, which controls um, a free ball, which is brilliant. And his other very, very cool thing, which seems to be annoying everybody, is gravity well. So that basically means that whenever an enemy model ends an advance, engaging this guy, and that could be mallet with his three inch range that could be anybody with a two inch range or anybody basically engaging him they suffer a two inch push directly towards him so that basically means if you're engaging him he'll push you towards him and then he can knock you down if you don't you know attack him with something decent so he hasn't got reach but often it's not that important (laughs) not not particularly no And, and that really messes with people because you can pull people out of positions as they're trying to go around him um thinking that you know they're not engaging him but really he can uh 
he can quite happily pull you out. And I find that that seems to be his ability that, that people have the most trouble with. Um, he does obviously have reanimate, which is really nice. And another mechanical model that, that's quite tough to take out. Um, and he ignores the first first push with, with Stoic as well that we see in Colossus. That's, that's pretty decent. So that's so, the plus side. Negatives? Negatives are this. So, again, he is very, very slow. Um, for an engineer's player, he is, in fact, the slowest member of the whole entire team. Uh, even the mascots are faster than him. So he's a 4-6, which doesn't seem too bad, but when the rest of your guys are 6-8 or thereabouts, um, you really notice that 2-inch difference, especially when you have remote control with another 6-inch ability. It effectively means his range to be able to pick up a free ball is 12 inches. He doesn't have any dodges, so there's no other way to get him further up the field. The only thing he can really do is, you know, obviously teamwork momentous actions and pass and dodge and all the rest, and then obviously get Pinwise to put a bit of alternator on him and get him a little bit of extra movement. Um, I tend to find that you don't really want to be putting any more than about three influence on him at any turn. Uh, one is to do the sprint that he almost always needs, and then two for one of his character plays, or, or he can go and start knocking people down. So while he does have a knockdown really early in the playbook, it's momentous, it's on a one, it's brilliant, you're not always going to be within seven inches of a model where you can go and quite happily you know, do that damage. So I think his, his um, lack of speed is certainly a detriment to him. Um, and at the end of the day, I think he's, he's, he's 15 health boxes, he's 3-2, it's quite hard to get your higher character plays up against, but he doesn't have tough hide. So once you you know manage to knock him down, perhaps or, or, or start putting up the bonuses, you can kill him quite quickly, even with reanimate. Um, so I think he's he's definitely a, a killable model. So do you find that um, would you have both him and sort of Colossus in the same team? I mean, I say like both of them are sort of big models. I mean, I guess both of them do different things, but would you have both yeah. in the same team? I the, the two the, the two most recent games that I've played with uh, Lucas I have had Colossus in there as well. I think Colossus is a phenomenal model. I, I'd almost say he's almost an auto include in all my engineers list. He's he's just got so many tricks and he's he brings so much to the team that I find it really difficult to um, to not take him with me. As long as you use him carefully, he shouldn't really be a liability like he was in previous seasons. So. Um we might as well go down some of the team then, really. Uh, sort of mm. in general terms first. So you said Colossus is basically an auto-include. So uh, yeah. anything more to say about him? Uh, to be honest, Colossus is uh, one of these really, really good models. He's got a stash of really good rules. Um, he's got brilliant counter-attacks. One thing I would say about Colossus, if you're ever kicking off as engineers, you probably want to have Colossus be your kickoff model. I'd say put him four inches from the side of the board, run up, you know, do the kickoff as, as much as close as you can to the uh, to the or just over the halfway line. Whenever an enemy player comes out to go and pick up that ball, you can then quite happily charge them. Usually, because he's got a reach of about ten inches, you can charge them. And uh, on four, he's got momentous and expected arrival, which pushes them directly four inches directly away. So you you know, with most models, you can quite happily push them off the board if they aren't careful if they're not prepared for it. So I think Colossus is just such a phenomenal model. I, I would really really recommend keeping an eye on him if you've got you're playing with him or against him. I guess even without knocking people off the pitch, like um that cat's play sort of three inch pulse that does a four inch push with on a lot yeah. on a base size of uh, huge fifty mils. Yeah. I mean the the amount of area that you hit with that with a yeah. model that has knockdowns fairly easily, he really can control up the board early on, can't he? Yeah, definitely. And what I tend to use him sometimes later on in turn two or three once the enemy's got stuck in into a ruck with the rest of my team 
is he's there for crowd control. He'll come in from the side, he'll pick an enemy that he can quite happily, you know, do a not large number of uh, attacks against, and he'll just crowd control and he'll just clear everybody off his team. And that means that the enemy has to spend another turn trying to get everybody back into combat, you know, try and get all those gang up bonuses, etc., etc., that they spent all that time setting up. He's really, really good for that. And 20 boxes with 2-2 two, two to fight. It's fairly hard to, to fight. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I don't think I've lost him in Season 3 yet. Um, he's, most people just ignore the damage part. He's basically trying... the same as Brick, isn't, Brick, isn't he, in terms of defensive exactly. stats. Brick, it, takes, it takes a lot of investment to take the guy out. It does. I mean, yes, he's low defense. Uh, he's got armor too, which is brilliant. Um, so the, the best way to, against, to play against him is to knock him down and then, and then try and smash him up. However, with the amount of abilities that you have in the engineer squad, but to remove conditions you're probably not going to get more than one or two activations of him on the ground. So I think uh, I think he's definitely well worth taking. So you're a blister man, aren't you? Generally, yes. Um, I I would love Pinwise to be my go-to captain. Um, I really like Pinwise. She has a lot of really nice abilities. However, um, Ballista is just so brilliant. He can do, you know, he can play into uh, a football team. He can play, um, you know, he can do a fair bit of damage on his own. Um, he's, he just brings so much to the table that I think uh, if I'm ever in doubt against a team, I will definitely feel Ballista as my sort of safety net. Um, how do you use him? I mean, do you try to use him for a cheeky sort of early goal with, with breach, or do you sort of use him for late late turn to sort of support areas? Or I guess he can control uh, the board with knockdowns and things. But He can, yeah. He's, he's quite nice in that sense. Um, I think my favourite way of using him is if I'm receiving the ball, I'll tend to have Ballista be the second or third pass along the line. Because what he'll do is he'll do a dodge and then he'll be able to do a sprint. He should hopefully be within decent range uh, to deadbolt somebody, deadbolt eight inches and knocks him down. Um, so that way, if you get if you land there, you can get a little bit more momentum. You've done a bit of damage and you've pushed somebody further back into their own lines. And then I'll activate Breach, his legendary play, which allows me to basically, it gives me an extra four inches to my kick and allows me to kick without influence, have a shot at goal, and knock anybody else down in the way. Now, so you, you, if, so you burn breach pretty early on in the game, then. Oh yeah, definitely. I think turn one or early turn two, because what happens there is the enemy is still on their defensive line. They're, they're, they've basically got everybody back in their sort of their own half of the board. And what you can generally do is with deadbolt, that's one person knocked down. With uh, breach, you can quite happily knock down two people. Um, if you're so at the end of his activation, what you'll tend to see is that half the opponent's team is on the ground and they have, you know, they've got no way to generate momentum unless they have to start passing the ball around, and that really uh, wastes a lot of time. What I will say, however, with Ballista is he's a bit of a victim. He does have three-one death. He's got eighteen health boxes, and he he does have um, tough hide. But if you put him out there, especially for that cheeky goal, um, I would urge you to consider. Uh, having second wind on him and, and have him jog back somewhere because uh, with three one he can be quite easily ganged up on and taken out by even by things like morticians etc. Yeah, that power does seem generally a first first turn thing when I've seen it used most of all. I guess it can be handy to get yourself out, out of a scrape. Yeah, I mean I've seen people use that just to knock people down, um, just just for fun really. If if, it, if that benefits their plan, um, it's not the best legendary. I'll be honest. I, I don't think. I would I would almost prefer minefield back the way it was. However, um, it can be used and it means you know it has its uses and there's nothing you know I don't think there's there's a better way than just just to bang that goal in 
you know, get an early goal and knock down a couple of uh, your opponent's team. I think that's that's a, a well worth use of it. Do you use Minefield much? Um, not as often, for that reason that I stated before, that if he is in enemy territory, it means that uh, he can be ganged up on and, and you can lose him in, in one turn. Um, I have used it before, you know, try and get tooled up on him, get Minefield off. That's five damage if somebody moves. It, it can deter some people from moving. Um but at the end of the day, I'd rather not have him in, in harm's way than, than, you know, try and go for that sort of strategy. So I guess by, by the same rationale, you don't often use his playbook then? So-so. Uh, he's, he's probably one of your better damage dealers um, because obviously he's got six influence. He's got tax six like any other genuine captain. Uh, and he's got momentous, uh, he's got momentous two on three hits. Um, so he's not bad at dealing damage if you get tooled up on him from either Ratchet or Hoist copying Ratchet. Um, you can quite happily, you know, do sort of 15 to 18 worth of damage um, in one activation, which is which is not too shabby. Um, however, having said that, other other players, you know, not in the engineers, but other players in general in the game can do that a lot more for that sort of influence. So I don't generally ever stack him up that high. He, he usually goes in, gets the goal, and then tries to help the rest of the team uh, by knocking people down, knocking them out of the way, and staying out of trouble. You haven't used much of Pinvice at all? I've used Pinvice uh, with Locust in one game. Um, that her, was fun. Her, her with Locust and Link sound amazing. Well, it, um, it is good. Um, I mean, Pinvice on paper seems to have everything that you'd want from a captain. She's got, she can do damage, she's got lots of momentous damage, she's fast, she's got very high death, she's quite hard to kill. Um, her legendary play is quite good fun. Um, so... Uh, a well-oiled machine allows you to put uh, an oil token on each friendly Mechanica and in Engineers you can pretty much have an all-Mechanic team quite happily and not you know, hamper yourself um, which allows you to, to pass the ball around generate a bit of momentum, move some people around and then maybe try and get that you know, third goal snapshot sort of early on and then obviously you've got Controller which is a game-breaking ability in my opinion um, not, not, just the, uh, not, not just the Masons that can have a linked ability obviously, um, these guys can as well and you can, you can set up um, a pass and then another goal that way as well. So um, I have to say Pinvice is a bit of a thinking man's team and sometimes you, under pressure of the clock I'd rather just have the safety of Ballista knowing, knowing what he can do. Yeah, linked, um, linked on a stick with a team that can score a goal and then basically if the ball is loose that yeah. loose ball can get picked up by the linked player. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, she, she's got a lot of abilities that make the rest of her team better and faster, so I guess that's a great thing. But one thing you have to remember is if you're spending all this influence on making your team better, you're not generating momentum from her attacks or, or any of her abilities. So it's, it's sort of a, a trade-off in that sense. So you've got um, sort of um, uh, Colossus as a must-have. Uh, your main mascot is? My main mascot is... Mainspring. Now, I have played with Mother. Um, I do like what she can do. She is, in many ways, better than Mainspring because she she brings things for free. Uh, she's got a better playbook than Mainspring as well. She's actually got something momentous other than a, a tackle. Um, however, what I tend to find with Mother that lets her down is twofold. First of all, she's quite easy to kill, and there's no incentive not to kill her. With four one and nine health boxes, you know a- any sort of half decent combat player can kill her and you know, three influence or less. Um, with Mainspring, at least when he dies, he explodes and people tend to frown on that. So at least that's a deterrent on that. Um, and the other thing that I find with her is she can be a bit of an influence hog. 
Now, she obviously brings one and she can take up to three. And sometimes you're tempted to put the three on her because she can run, she can borrow, she can maybe score a goal. But I think I'd rather put that three influence on one of my other players, like, for example, Velocity or Hoist, um, in order to have a, a better chance of goal rather than trying to think my way out of a problem with Mother. Um, so, in my opinion, Mainspring, who can um, you know, do everything he needs to do for free, he's got his cheeky little... Uh, launch control, which allows him to pass for free once for eight inches, which is uh, phenomenal. Um, I think he does everything you want a mascot to do, and he does it for free, and, and he's, he's not going to die quite as easily as Mother. So I'd, I'd pretty much always use Mainspring, in my opinion. So uh, you've got Ballista, you've got Mainspring, you've got um, Colossus. Who else is going to be in your perfect sort of six then? Okay, so this is uh, this is where you have to basically specialise. So you can you can do two routes. You can either go the the sort of shooty route, yeah. Um, you can take ratchet, salvo, and then probably hoist, um, or you can go the uh, the sort of uh, football route, and you can take hoist, locus, and velocity. Um, obviously, you can mix a match in between depending on what you want. But all of these are very viable teams, and they, they can all do they can all do different things. It just depends on what your strategy is and on what you plan to do and who you're facing. Um, I think my next player that I would probably take more often than not is Velocity, regular Velocity. Um, she's a phenomenal striker, uh, much better than she was before, mainly, to be honest, because she's got Acrobatic, which is a paid-for two-inch dodge, nice and easy. Um, she's still got reanimate. She still has close control. She's, she's very fast. She can go quite far. Um, and, and, you know, she, she can basically bring you... Bring you a goal quite easily during the game at some point. I, I always usually try and put her. And the other good thing is that she's a phenomenal snapshot turret because you put her within seven or eight inches of the goal, enemy goal, and uh, you put Nimble up and then watch your watch your opponent cry as he tries to take her down or push her or make her ineffective with def six and reanimate, etc. It's it's just it wastes a lot of influence. It doesn't get an awful lot back in my opinion. So she's pretty good in that sense. That's the thing, isn't it? Like um, whenever I look at better velocity and go, "Oh, you could use her in these ways, in these ways, in these ways," um, the argument eventually boils down to it seems, "Yeah, but I prefer normal." <laughs> Basically, I, I I must admit I quite like the model for the veteran velocity, all those blades and whatever else, all those hands. It's quite she has, cool. She has some nice things to her, but she's not. She does. She she has one one ability which I really wish compound health. She does have goal defense, which you know boosts up the the target number uh, when you're within a, a four inches of the goal. That's that's really good. But I don't think that ability on its own is decent enough to sub her in for regular velocity, who is just much better at scoring goals and much faster um, overall. So I think. Um, if if veteran Velo- sorry if velocity didn't exist, I think veteran velocity would be in for a shout. But as as she is, I'd rather leave her at home. So who else then? Got a velocity? Got a colossus? I've got colossus. So at the moment, ballista, mainspring, velocity, colossus. Okay. So if I were to go with a nice safe option, um, I would then probably go for ratchet and salvo. Um, I know what you're doing. You know, I'm quite comfortable with that combination. Salvo is a really good backup striker. He's got. He's got the same kick stats uh, as Velocity, just down a dice a little bit. Um, he's, he's got lots of mobility. He's got dodges in almost every result. Uh, he does dodges whenever he does damage. So, you know, even more, he's able to do a uh, tether ball, which steals a ball, a free ball within um, six inches, which is brilliant. And he can do a heroic, a bit, a heroic play, which is basically doing one of his character plays for free, um, which, is, which is really, really good. So I think overall, Salvo is definitely... Um, in there with a shout 
uh, but only I would say in a ballista team uh, because primarily his character plays with ballista under ballista's moment, uh, momentous inspiration generate that momentum every time he does damage with him, which is really quite important to keep on top of your momentum game. I find whenever he's in a pinvice team, he just lacks that momentum generation, and, and you're sort of um, you sort of find yourself lagging behind in the in the play there. Well, that, that's sort of for enjoy though for that, isn't it? So I guess it can be a little. It, it is, it is. But I mean, keeping within four inches of ballista shouldn't be too bad because it's remember it's four inches. Then effectively your base size, yeah. Um, and then almost all the character plays are eight inches. So you know you've got most of the board. You, you should quite happily be able to shoot somebody quite easy, uh, pick on somebody, and then and generate your momentum, your dodges, and whatever else you want to do. Um, so I think Salvo's in there. And then Ratchet. Ra- Ratchet, yeah. So Ratchet's an interesting one. In last season, I think he was a bit of a downer um i played with him a lot in the beginning and then i, I sort of dumped him because i don't think he uh he did what you wanted him to do uh he was a bit of a victim now he brings quite a lot to the team uh he is able to uh clear conditions from mechanica for free within four inches which is brilliant um he is able to uh, overclock another mechanica so overclock has changed from season previous season um, to now be giving them a sprint or a charge without splendid influence and it doesn't give you the takeout condition which is a silly thing before um, so now you can effectively increase uh, you know you can give two influence to one of your uh, one of your other mechanical like Colossus you can only take three maximum anyway um, and, and make them you know make them go further make them do a lot more um, and, and it sort of makes them a bit more efficient in my opinion. He is a bit weak though because a 3-1 model, not a lot of health boxes, he can be taken out quite happily um, but apart from that he's I think a real a real goer you just have to uh, keep him out of trouble Yeah, I guess um, he'll, he'll die to a stiff breeze, won't he really? Yeah, yeah, pretty much I mean with with that defence that he tends to be the first one that people pick on um, in my lineup. so I think... Um, I think yeah, that's definitely something you need to keep an eye out for, and and you have to decide whether you're whether you're going in for it or not. Um, I guess with, an overclock would be fun to you know give him like a model of three charges, but I guess he's being a bit a bit backfield. He's not really can use it much, is he? Really? Yeah, exactly. But the other thing is, is he sort of wants to be backfield because the other thing that he can do is uh, he's got his blast earth ability, which is you know a template, and it's it's a ten inch um, a ten inch range, which is phenomenal for a character play. So he can quite happily be behind Ballista uh, and be able to uh, to throw that out at quite some distance, generate a bit of momentum and do a bit of damage and, and all that jazz, um, which really just puts, gives a headache to your team. And he can do that quite happily with just two influence. I think that's that's a, a really good ability and, and something well worth thinking about. So you've picked basically the original six from the guild, haven't you? I have at the moment. So um, this is basically where it gets interesting so i would say that um he's this this was my pick until lucas came out uh, and this is probably the pick that i would go for in every uh, sort of situation however now with lucas i think you can quite happily um mix these up because lucas has um another character play that does damage he's got destructive impulse which basically is something else that ballista can use he's got remote control which is brilliant it gives hoist more things to replicate and better things to replicate. So now you can basically think, right, okay, so Hoist, he can he can steal character plays from things like Salvo and Ratchet and, and make them, and Locus, of course, as well, um, and make your team put out a bit more damage at a distance, which means you can sort of play the, the sit-back-and-shoot-everybody game. 
or alternatively, you know, with uh, tetherball and, and remote control, you can quite happily copy either of those. And because uh, Hoist is a, is a faster player, he can go and, and, and pick up the ball and then try and try and score. The other good thing, of course, with Hoist is he's almost impossible to kill. So <laughs> um, I think he's just a really good model to have sort of in the middle of the field to distract your opponent, to try and, and, and waste a lot of influence. Um, so I would actually think you've got the six that I mentioned before, Ballista, Mainspring, Colossus, Velocity, Ratchet, Salvo. And then you've got Lucas and Hoist to throw into the mix as well, depending on, on how you want to play it. Um, I've played with a full Mechanica team um, with Pinvice and Ballista, leaving both Salvo and Ratchet at home. And that worked quite well. The, 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 they had a lot of synergy there. Um, I've not yet played the full Gunline Army uh, team, um, but I'm, I'm quite tempted by that as well, um, which would be Ratchet, Salvo, Locust, Hoist, Ballista, and Mainspring. Um, I'll be honest, I think... And this, this sort of shows you how good the, lo- uh, the designers have made Locust, is that he's now a real contender to throw in the mix and makes you think about your team, how, how it sort of forms. Um, so I think at the moment I need to play more with Lucas and see what he does before I can sort of be comfortable to say whether um, I'm going to go back to my original six or whether I'm going to uh, sort of mix things up a little bit. I guess uh, finally we're looking at uh, options from the Union. Yes. So um, engineers have pretty decent selection. Um, I think they've actually got the same selection as butchers do, give or take one, I think. Um, so they can take Decimate, Rage, Gutter, Harry and Avarice and Greed. Of those five, I think Rage is the one that will see the least play. Um, he's, he's, he's just not as good as he used to be, and, and he can be countered quite easily. Um, Gutter, again, you can use, but obviously, having been sort of nerf-batted a little bit in this edition, she's uh, not. she requires a bit more setup. And while you can do it, I, I don't think you really necessarily have to. Um, Decimate's a really good secondary sort of striker again and she's got momentum everywhere so she can she can quite happily do that um, but I think your best choices are probably Avarice and Greed primarily and then Harry the Hat secondary Harry the Hat only mainly because he suffers from just being too slow um, and, and too easy to gang up on and kill in my opinion um, Avarice and Greed are probably the best fit because they can they can both um, be a striker, a really, really good striker with their obscenely game-breaking ranges, um, and they can also be a very, very good hitter with momentous damage, momentous single doubt, and all that sort of jazz. So I think if I had to pick one union, it would be Avarice and Greed for, for engineers. Yeah, I guess um, they're pretty good, right, because they can sort of switch, switch gears, go on, they? so you can do that yeah. sort of take-out maybe if you need it uh, to score more VP near the end. Yeah, the, um, the only thing I would say is it pretty much makes greed an automatic target, first target for a kill, because the rest of your mechanics tend to be quite tough. Um, so what you'll tend to find is, uh, yeah, greed is probably the first one that people will go for and, and hone in on. Yeah, I imagine teams that can have easy access to conditions like uh, poison and so on, maybe some bleed. Yeah. Uh, he'll yeah. die really fast, won't he? Well, that's it. And, and if you're playing against teams like that, you're probably best just keeping them off the field um, and maybe bring on some of your mechanica uh, instead who are who quite don't really mind the condition game quite as much. Do you have any um, guilds that you hate or love playing? Fish. I hate playing Both. fish. Um, I, 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 the, the, the good thing about engineers is they're very good at football, but they're 
their ranges are a bit short. They're very good at the, the, the sort of medium football game. Um, while fish have a lot of sort of long distance strikers, they can score from 8, 10, 12 inches away. I mean, it's ridiculous, really. Um, and they do football better than gen- the engineers, um, unfortunately. And there's, there's a prevalence of fish out there at the moment. What the engineers can do, however, is they can um, they can make it much, much harder, especially with uh, ones like uh, Lucas and, and Colossus with their high armour. Um, and then obviously with things like Velocity um, and maybe Pinvice with their high def, natural high def, it makes uh, it makes the fish an uphill struggle to generate momentum. So you can sort of hopefully out-football the fish. Um, but it is, a, it is a struggle, and that's the one team that I find the, the most trouble with at the moment. And the easiest? Um, personally, other engineers. Uh <laughs> Uh, but I think that's that's probably just because if you know your team, you know what they can do, what they can't yeah, do, and, yeah, true. and you yeah. can and you can play against that. But if it wasn't against other engineers, I would probably say um, uh, hunters. I think hunters are, are. I mean, yeah. I mean, hunters are a bit of a subpar choice in my opinion at the moment in this edition um, they suffer from just not being able to have enough options so I can't wait to see when the new reinforcements arrive for them to see what they can do because um, I think they really really do need a bit of a leg up um, they're a bit of an uphill struggle otherwise yeah I think um, give us a month or two I think we'll can, we can sort of revisit that because um, I can't imagine them staying where they are for now nah definitely not I don't think so I hope not anyway uh, yeah um and then I guess we'll see farmers, who seem to be right now a team of low arm and low defence. <laughs> yeah, sure I mean, well, exactly. So it's going to be interesting. I think. Um, uh, I wish I could be excited about farmers. Um, it's not a, a, a thematic that I'm attracted to. The only, the, the, my favourite part about farmers seems to be that little chicken mascot that they've got kicking around. I thought that was quite funny, um, but the rest of them I'm, I'm, I'm yet to be that impressed with. But I think shiny toy syndrome people will pick them up and as long as it dilutes the amount of duplicate guilds that we have in the scene at the moment I think it'll be a good thing just something new to play just to mix things up and, and I'm interested to see what sort of new mechanics harvest mechanics etc that they bring to the to the game uh, and see how it changes the rest of my lineup. It's interesting though isn't it because like I thought there'd be a lot more Hunters players than there were I thought, I thought there'd be a meta mm. full of them after the release and actually there wasn't that many No exactly I think um, I think they, they're still a really high learning curve uh, team um, and they much like the uh, morticians as well I guess but at least with the morticians they have a really cool thematic and, and people sort of are easily attracted to them even if they don't win too many games but with hunters it, it feels very much like you have to play this in a specific order of activation and if one of these components falls apart the, the rest of your turn falls apart and you start to lose the game quite quickly and I yeah, think it's quite a complex machine isn't it really I think very yeah so yeah they're not um, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend them to a beginner um, and, and whenever I see I've yet to see a hunter's team that I'm worried about on the field um, I've had some problems in the past with them um, because of all the move debuffs and things but I get what once you engage with them it's not punching them in, the, them in the face yeah Germany doesn't do bad yeah. I find no exactly so I mean yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, because with engineers, there's a lot of ways for you to get the ball, so you're not particularly worried about punching them too much. And plus, you can take players that can shoot people. You're less bothered about being base to base with them. You can quite happily do what you need to do at range, um, and, and that's not a 
you know that, that that's not so much of an uphill struggle as it would be for other teams that they need to get up close and personal to do to do what they need to do. That's right, brilliant. Um, any more um, engineers tips before we let you go? Um, just keep playing them. Uh, I think uh, if you are a new player looking to pick up engineers, I think the best thing you can do is uh, go with the ones you like the look of. Um, give them a try. Try and go for the three goal strategy. Ignore the hitting, killing people because that, that's going to be an uphill struggle. Um, if you are uh, playing against engineers, um, I think the best thing you can do is basically try and uh, gang up on them as quickly as possible. Keep the ball away from them and, and don't let that ball loose. Keep a grip on your balls, people. Brilliant. There we go. Thanks a lot, Pash. Thank you. No problem. Thanks very much. Cheers. <laughs>